lovelies, welcome back to my wonderful clusterfuck life. I hope you all are doing well and taking care of you. It is another Monday. I'm on my way to work. This was actually the first Monday in a very long time that I didn't wake up and want to immediately burst into tears. Okay? <laughs> I think it's because this Friday I'm actually leaving work a little bit earlier and I am spending the entire weekend with Robbie and I'm so excited I have not seen him in three or four weeks and um, yeah I miss him like crazy he uh, he was out of town for work and then his dad was in town so he was spending time with his dad and yeah it just ugh, I miss him like crazy and I'm so excited. I have something to look forward to, and I think that's why I didn't want to burst into tears this morning. But, um, yeah, I still I still get butterflies right before I'm about to see that man. And, like, right when I'm on his road about to turn into his driveway, I get so nervous. And even when I walk in the door and I see him, I'm so, like, giddy and nervous, and I don't know what to do with my hands or my body. <laughs> it's so stupid, but, uh, I love it. I mean, I feel like that should never go away in a relationship, like, your man or your woman should always give you that, that giddy feeling and never stop dating, you know, and that always shocks people that, we don't see each other every weekend or every week even and it works for us it truly works for us like maybe that'll change once we do move in together but I mean we never get mad at each other you know if we do or if I get emotional or I'm acting crazy I mean we always talk about it and get through it apologize or whatever but I mean we have such a healthy relationship and I love it. It just, how we're doing things right now, it truly works for us. And I look forward to the day where we can move in together and see each other every day. But I mean, like I said before, we have, we have grown folk shit to take care of first. Okay. You know, why rush a good thing? Never, ever rush a good thing. I've done that. I've rushed many things in my life, and it never turns out the way you want to, I promise. So, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, like I say all the time, take time for you. Use the PTO. Take a day off. Even if you don't do anything, take a day off, just so you have something to look forward to. Because right now, nothing's going on. We have nothing to look forward to, so we got to get it where we can. You know, take those days when you can. Like, I'm taking Monday off, next Monday off, just because I want to. Because I fucking want to. And I'm looking forward to that, too. So, it just, it gets you through. I mean, it works for me. It gets me through. And until this shit goes away, you know, I'm, I'm going to do what I can to remain sane so I don't go fucking insane. So, looking forward to that. Um... What else is going on? Um, got my hair done. So that gives me an extra layer of confidence because I need all the confidence I can get. So if you would like to tell me I'm pretty, that would be great. Please tell me I'm pretty every day because 
I'm pathetic and I need all the compliments I can get. Um, yeah, it's just, ugh. like I've said, I've said this, I think I say this every week. I feel like a busted can of biscuits. I feel disgusting. I have pretty much gained all the way back that I've lost previously. And I hate myself for that. I really do. And I, however long this pandemic has been from since March, I've gained all my weight back, which is about 20, 25 pounds. And that's just from, you know, being depressed. It's such a depressing time. I am eating more. I'm not going to the gym as much at all. And I mean, my gym was closed for so long. And I tried to work out on my own. I tried to work out from home. I tried to go for walks. But it's just not the same as being in the gym. So I gained weight. And I fucking hate myself for that. But, um, yeah, just struggling with motivation still. I went to the gym one time last week. <laughs> and I usually go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because those are the days I don't have to go into work till later. So I'll go in the morning. And I went one day, and I was so sore by Wednesday that I talked myself out of going Wednesday and Thursday. So I got one day in. But um, thankfully, I do work in a gym. So usually on my lunch break, I'll ride the stationary bike, or I'll do the leg press, or I'll do some arm stuff. But again, it's, it's just not the same. And I know, like I have terrible ankles. And I've tried, like, yoga before, like, when my ankles have been bothering me. I'll try yoga or something, like, low impact like that. And it's just, it's not the same. Like, for me, I feel like if I am not drenched in sweat from my head to my socks, that I'm not doing something right. Uh, maybe that's me. I know they say, you know, consistency, as long as you're doing something. I mean, I know my body, and I feel like if it's not on the edge of death that I'm not doing something right and I hate working out I hate it if I could lose weight without working out sign me up because I'm all about that shit I mean I don't like it I don't like running I don't like cardio I mean I feel good after I do it don't get me wrong but Fuck, if I could never work out for the rest of my life and still get a snatched body, I'd be all about it. But unless you got money to, you know, go get weight loss surgery or suck your fat out of your body, it's not going to happen. So I have to kill myself to get there. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. But that's that's kind of a good segue into what we're going to be talking about today, which is my food addiction, my binge eating, my eating disorder, whatever you want to call it. Um, it I honestly didn't realize it was a problem until probably this year, maybe maybe last year, but definitely more so this year. So, um, yeah, let's, let's spill the tea on it, shall we? So yeah, like I said, it, um, it wasn't a realization to me 
until probably this year. Um, I've, I've had bad eating habits and, um, it's just, it's so hard to break them. It becomes more, it's truly an eating habit. It is a habit more than anything. You know, like me, I get an idea in my head and I run with it. I think I have to have it and it's, it's not the case at all. So let's kind of rewind. I know I've talked a little bit about this in a previous episode about just, you know, struggling with body positivity and all that, but, um, we'll just, we'll go back to the beginning where I think it all began. Um, I, I started getting chunky. Like I said, I've struggled with weight my entire life, my entire life. I started getting chunky in the third grade. And that is the time when my parents got divorced. Um, can I blame it on that? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I can't really, um, it was, I mean, it was a hard time. I can tell you that it was a hard time, but I don't remember it necessarily affecting me at the time. But when I think about it, I kind of think that's where it all stems from. But, um, I was at the age then where I could stay home by myself and my mom didn't start dating right away after she got a divorce. Let me be clear about that. It was, it was a while before she decided to, you know, get back on the dating scene and going out and things like that. But, um, she would make sure I was fed before she left and she would make me like a huge plate of chicken nuggets, french fries, fried, fried it up, and she would give me that, and then I would devour it, and sometimes I would, like, pass the fuck out and go to sleep, um, I don't know if that's because I was in a food coma, or what, because I still do that to this day, I'll eat and just pass the fuck out, now, back then, I just remember it. I remember it happening a lot. Like, I would eat. She did this a lot. She'd feed me all this food, and then I'd go to sleep. And I don't know if I was going through a growth spurt then, or like I said, I don't know if I was in a fucking food coma, that I just passed the fuck out. But it happened a lot, which we all know is not good at any age. You're not supposed to eat all this food and then go to sleep because... I mean, it's obviously just going to build fat because you're not moving, but, you know, that was the case then. But, yeah, she would do that a lot. I don't want to blame my mother for that, but I think that's where it all started. Because, like I said, I will still do that to this day. But, fast forward through the years, I don't recall that being an issue for my entire life like I said I was chunky my whole life like I thinned out a little bit in uh in like high school because that's when I started dancing so like I look back on pictures and I I wish I was that size I am now because back then I thought I was so fat but I would kill to be that size today kill for it but, um, yeah, like I said, I really don't remember it being such an issue my entire life. 
I think it became more apparent in my adult years. Like, for example, when I started working in Houston and then I started living in Houston, this is how disgusting I am, y'all. I, when I saw where I would be working, I was like, oh my God, look at all these food places. Like, I could eat so much food here. <laughs> I'm just, oh, I mean, can you say fat? much like good god you're worried about the food but I would go out for lunch I would try all these different places and especially when I started living here I'd be like oh I'm gonna go get all this food and then bring it back to my apartment and just eat and ugh. like food is comfort for me like nothing makes me feel more comfortable than sitting on my asshole with a giant plate of food watching a show like that is pure bliss to me Ugh, even to this day and that's how it was back then um but yeah <laughs> I gained a lot of weight when I first moved um, to Houston because just simply for the fact that I was just amazed at all these different food places around me that little El Campo did not have. So, I think when I first, when I was at my heaviest weight, which, thank God, knock on wood, I have not gotten to this particular weight since then, but I mean, I'm pretty close, but I have not gotten to this number that I've seen on the scale. But, my tipping point for losing weight the first time was a patient which she was nutty as fuck like outside her damn mind I don't think an average person would say this but she looked at me I wasn't even working with her she was with one of my other therapists she said are you pregnant and I was like excuse me what <laughs> she's like are you gonna have a baby and I could throw up I could throw the fuck up. I was so embarrassed. I was like, no, just fat, I guess, is what I told her. And first of all, you got to be outside your goddamn mind to say that to someone. But she did. And that, that was the tipping point for me. I was like, no more. I cannot do this. I cannot fucking do this. So that is when I kicked it into full gear. And I said I'm going to change the way... I'm going to work out, I'm going to change the way my body looks, and yeah, we're going to keep it moving. So, I, I started working out some, I started eating better, and what truly did it for me, and I'm, I mean, obviously you should work out and eat well, but I told y'all about this before, I take an appetite, <laughs> appetite suppressant that I get from Mexico. It just, which I'm on one today, which is why I'm probably podcasting right now, but it gives me so much energy. It truly curbs my appetite and it helped a lot. It really did. And since no one can really travel right now, I'm very limited on them, but that is what kick-started my weight loss. It helped me a lot. I was intermittent fasting, and I was eating better, 
and yeah, it helped a lot. But, but, I was still eating bad on the weekends, and that is even the case now. I, I am good. I do very well Monday through most of the day Friday. Like, I take my lunch to work. I never go out to eat. Sometimes I'll go out to eat on Fridays. But I always pack my lunch Monday through Thursday, sometimes Friday. And I will ride the exercise bike. I will drink only water. I don't have any kind of soda or anything all week. But Friday hits. And I've talked about this. And it's truly a habit. Habitual. In my head, I'm like, oh, we made it through, girl. Let's go get some food. You deserve it. And honestly, I could not even be that hungry. Usually, I'm not that hungry. But in my head, I'm like, let's go get a fucking feast, bitch. And whether that'll be like Chick-fil-A, I'll get a spicy sandwich, I'll get a large fry, a large drink, chicken strips. Sometimes I'll get a milkshake. And that will be my reward. I put that in quotes for the week. Do I truly deserve it? Absolutely not. But habitual eating habits, it's become such a habit for years that I just do it. It's just in my head. I'm like, oh, gotta go eat. It's Friday. Let's go get a fucking feast. And I truly struggle sometimes. I'm like, what do I want to eat? What do I want to eat? Because I don't know. Because I'm really not that hungry. But I feel like I need to binge all this food for whatever reason. And I cannot get it out of my head at all. I truly cannot. So, you know, I'll get all this food. And I will just eat my... I'll take it home and I'll just eat till I am absolutely sick to my stomach. Now, with some binge eating eat so much and then you throw it up. I don't do that. Absolutely not. I don't do that. I don't make myself throw up. Maybe I should. I'm not going to say that. Maybe I should, but I don't do that. I just eat till I'm absolutely miserable. Like I could be full after a few bites, but in my head, I'm like, no, I have to finish this. And I do. And I hate myself afterwards. Like, I truly don't think I've eaten a big meal ever when I'm binging and been like, man, I'm so glad I did that. No. I almost always regret what I've done. And this leads me to my next, my next binging story. I don't know why I got into this. I don't know when I got into this. But Saturday mornings. I love Saturday mornings so much and that is because all I want to do is get breakfast a big breakfast and sit on my couch and watch shows I have reported like I have made that a routine that if I don't feel like I do this routine I just I don't feel right so what I'll do, I love Whataburger breakfast. Like, I could probably eat Whataburger breakfast 
every single day and be a happy, happy girl. But I will get so much food from Whataburger. I'll get like two taquitos and a breakfast sandwich, hash browns, and a big drink. I will sit at my coffee table. Oh, and sometimes I'll go to the donut shop and get two donuts. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to talk about this. But um, I will sit on my, I will sit there, turn on my recorded show, and eat all of that in one sitting. Like, I feel like I just, like I'm a vacuum cleaner. Like, I don't even have time to sit there and chew it. But I just have to scarf it down. And I will do that. Eat all, I will eat all of that. Best believe, like I said, I could be full. Like, I'm usually pretty full after a taquito or two. And, but I'm like, oh, I gotta finish this. You know, I don't wanna eat this later. It's not gonna taste the same later. So I will eat all of that. And then majority of the time, I will pass out right there on the couch. From, probably from being in a food coma, you know? Like I did when I was a child. And, and it's a habit. Because honestly, because I'm not a breakfast eater. Like, during the week, I have my uh, iced coffee and a protein shake. That's like my quote-unquote breakfast. And that's mainly just to get the coffee in. But um, I'm really not a breakfast eater. Like, I'm not hungry in the morning. Like, I probably don't get hungry till like 10 30 or 11 and by that time I'm like well, I'll just wait till lunch you know but Saturday mornings I swear to you half the time I'm not even hungry but I will go get that almost every Saturday morning sometimes Sunday mornings and if I don't get that on Sunday morning I'll go somewhere and get breakfast whether that be like a bakery and I'll get two three different things and I will eat all of that in one sitting and it's disgusting to think about you know because Friday Friday I just ate a big meal right I will literally sit there and tell myself in my head look you uh, think about how you feel right now think about how you are feeling Emily Renee you do not need to go get breakfast tomorrow morning. You don't need to get that because as soon as you eat that, you are going to be worthless the rest of the day. You're going to get nothing done. And it's true. I get nothing done. Like, I will literally eat all that nap till like 12, 1 o'clock. And then I'll just kind of lay on the couch the rest of the day. Because I, I still feel full. And then I'll start to get hungry again around 5, 6 o'clock that night. And then I'll go get some other kind of big meal. And I'll eat again. Because I don't really cook. I don't cook on the weekends. So I'm pretty much eating out for every meal on the weekends. So, so yeah. And, um, but yeah, like I was saying, I will talk myself into it I will say you don't need to go get breakfast on Saturday morning you don't need it it's just a habit you're not even hungry but I'll do it anyway I will somehow that day Saturday rolls around and somehow I will talk myself into going to get breakfast every time now I did not 
go this weekend. What was I doing? Oh, Saturday, I was getting my hair done. So I had a reason to not eat a big breakfast because I didn't have time. Because I had to be there at nine o'clock. And then Sunday, yesterday, we were getting lunch plates from a church that was serving plates. So I was like, well, you don't need breakfast because you're going to have lunch soon. So I had something to do. But I honestly, honest to God, Sunday, yesterday, I almost said, do I have time to go get breakfast? Like, I think I would have gotten breakfast if I had time. But by the time I got finished doing what I needed to do, I had to go pick up groceries. I didn't have time to go get breakfast, or I probably would have. And then still ate lunch, like, shortly after that. It's, it's disgusting. Like, there will be times on Saturdays or Sundays where, like, my mom, she stays with her fiancé. She's not home. She'd be like, hey, do you want to go do lunch? But I had just eaten a big-ass breakfast, so I know I would, I would not want to go have lunch. So I always have to turn down plans sometimes with my mom because of my binge eating. Because I'll be like, oh, no, I had a late breakfast. Or she'll ask me, did you eat breakfast today? I'm like, mm, no, I'm going to wait till lunch. Like, I have to hide it. And that's a thing with binge eating is hiding your food habits from people. Once you start hiding what you're eating, it becomes a problem. So, that is, that is currently what I'm struggling with. And I know that's why... I know that's where all my progress goes, is the weekends. I completely blow it on the weekends. Because, like I said, I do great during the week. Like, during the week, I have no desire to binge. I really don't. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I am just like a fucking Tasmanian devil with food. Got the Saturday breakfast, some kind of fast food for dinner... Same thing Sunday, breakfast, some kind of fast food for dinner. And I mean, that's, that's where all my progress goes. I mean, like they say, you can have a cheat meal, a cheat meal. But me, I have a cheat fucking weekend. And it's terrible. And I don't know what to do about it. I really don't. Uh, I should probably talk to a therapist about my binge eating, but... But yeah, I'm actually not in therapy right now because I can't afford it. <laughs> it's, um, you know, holidays are coming up. I'm trying to save as much money as I can for the holidays. And my therapy is like $250 a month. And I just, I can't do that right now. So I had to put therapy on hold for now. So I'm just, I'm looking into getting books about binge eating. If any of you know any kind of books, let me know. If any of you struggle with this or have struggled with this and know any tips or tricks to break those habits, please let me know because it's, it's truly a helpless feeling. I know someone can be quick to say like, we'll just, we'll just don't eat. We'll just stop. Just stop. And I cannot just stop. Like I said, it's truly a mental thing. It is a disease. And it's scary because, like I said, I truly did not realize that I had this problem until probably this year. 
because I was working out. I lost all this weight. I was doing good. And actually, believe it or not, I was working out and doing well. And I still ate sometimes like that on the weekends. But I was still... I guess I was kind of maintaining. So, because I have been maintaining for months. And I know... You know, the binging on the weekends does not help. I mean, you could eat great all week. You can work out to perfection all week. But, you know, the second you blow it on the weekend, I mean, there went all your progress for the week. So, I can't even say that, yeah, I was working out and I ate like that. But I but I still, uh, I still lost weight because I didn't. I was truly at a plateau for a long time. So, it's hard, y'all. I mean... To be able to admit that, you know, I have an eating disorder. And I know people think, oh, eating disorder, that's like anorexia or, you know, bulimia. No, it, it can be the opposite way around. You know, people don't eat and then people people binge eat and eat too much. It's, it's still an eating disorder. So, it's, uh, it's scary. It really is. And, uh. It has truly contributed to my weight gain. I know that for a fact. And um, I don't know what to do about it. I really don't. Um, I, like, I, like I said, I even have these conversations in my head about it. I'm like, you don't need that. You know you don't need that. You know you're not hungry. So let's not do that today. Why don't we go to the gym or why don't we go for a walk or why don't we do something productive around the house rather than binge eat and I my binging always wins and I hate it this was honestly like I said this was the first weekend that I did not I mean I ate bad don't get me wrong for like lunch and dinner I I got something but I I was actually productive. Like Saturday, I mowed the yard. Um, and then Sunday, I had things to do around town. So as long as I'm busy and I have like projects to do, I tend to not binge because I don't have time. Like Saturday, I had an appointment I had to be at. So I didn't have time. So I feel like if I keep myself busy, that it helps a lot but it has to be like you have to be there or you're fucked type things like I can't say oh I'm gonna get up I'm gonna go to the gym or I'm gonna get up I'm gonna mop the floor or something because I can easily get out of those right like I'll be like oh I'll mop the floor later or I'll do that tomorrow you know like it has to be set things or I'm still gonna do it so that's my story though let me know if if you struggle with that because sometimes I truly do feel alone like I work with people like my boss for example she is such a fucking toothpick and she makes me sick she's she eats like salad every day and she's like oh I, I can't eat well I made I made spaghetti for my kids, but I couldn't eat that because it had noodles in it. And as someone like that, it's like, you need to eat the noodle. You're a fucking toothpick. But I, 
I wish I had willpower like that, but I just don't. I just fucking don't. And it's truly an addiction. Um, I've even looked into, like, getting liposuction. I'm like, does lipo take insurance? Like, <laughs> and my family, like, my mom, my sister now, and my brother-in-law, they've all had gastric sleeve surgery where they've gone in and cut their stomach, made it smaller so you don't eat as much. And I'm, I'm truly considering that. But it's, it's so expensive. So, I, I mean, I can't afford that right now. But um, it's honestly something I'm looking into because I feel like that's the only way to for me to lose weight, for me to, you know, get the goals I want. But um, I really don't want to go that route. I want to get to the point where I can eat the foods I love. Like, if I want to have a breakfast... I can have a breakfast, but not let it trigger an addiction, you know? Like, I believe, I don't remember exactly, but before this pandemic, I was doing okay as far as my cravings and stuff and, like, getting my food addiction under control. But it's like the second they closed my gym and the second all this started, it re reintroduced my food addiction to a whole nother level, to an unhealthy level, to the point where it was like before I lost all this weight, and it's so hard to break, like, I've done it before, but it's, it's just really hard, it's hard to break, and, um, yeah, I have some thinking to do, I... I really need to sit down with myself and think about this since I'm not in therapy right now, but I truly do plan on talking to someone about this eventually, especially if I can't get it under control myself. Like I said, I'm going to look into some books to read. There's one, there's one book on Amazon that I was kind of reading about and, um, they say it has really negative, like, there was a few negative reviews because, like, in the book, it, it's almost like it's making fun of you. Like, it talks about, oh, you need to control your, your inner fatty or your inner fat person. And I'm like, mm, I already have low confidence and I don't need you calling me an inner fatty. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to shop around a little more because they said it's very negative on the self so and trust me you you call me names and I'm gonna I'm gonna start crying so I don't need a book calling me names goddamn but yeah that is that is my food addiction I have a fucking food addiction I never thought I'd be able to say that you know I have an eating disorder I never looked at it as an eating disorder. Like like I like I just said, eating disorder to me in my head is anorexia, bulimia, but it can also be the opposite of way, eating too much and it is a fucking eating disorder. I have an eating disorder and it's so weird and scary for me to say, but I do. So yeah. That took that took a lot of balls for me to say. That was really embarrassing for me to talk about um 
but I, I feel better now that I've talked about it and maybe talking about it will, um, you know, give me, give me some kind of enlightenment, but, um, please let me know if you struggle with similar things. Um, let me know how you cope with it. Um, let me know how you feel about it. Just let me know. Let's, let's talk about it because it's no joke. It's hard. It makes me feel very gluttonous. I pray about it. I pray that I pray to God. I'm like, I'm so sorry for being gluttonous. I mean, you see these people struggling around the world who don't have enough food to eat. And then here I am eating for a fucking family. <laughs> you know, what's embarrassing. Side note, when you go to like Taco Bell or somewhere and they give you like three or four different spoons or what are they sporks they give you those sporks and I'm like oh actually this is all for me <laughs> and I'm sh I'm sure y'all wonder you know what does Robbie think about that he he loves me for who I am y'all he really does like I I I'm always hard on myself when he's he you know he tells me I'm beautiful or whatever and I believe him to an extent but I want to give him a body a smoking hot body, okay? And I know he's going to love me no matter what. And he says he doesn't see my weight gain, which maybe he doesn't, but I do. But, you know, I don't want to be, oh, I'm comfortable in my relationship, so I'm just going to not care about my appearance. No, I don't want to be to that point. I don't think I'll ever be to that point. I want to give that man a hot-ass body. Even though he already thinks I have a hot-ass body, I do not feel that way. I have never been comfortable in my own skin ever. Like I've never, like I see these like plus size women and they're like walking around in a bikini and they have their ass cheeks out and their belly out and they look so great. They really do. And I'm just like, if I feel like if I did that, I would not look like that. I would feel like I would truly look like a giant walrus. And, you know, I, I kill to have confidence like that. I would kill to be that confident. Like, I want to get to the point where I can walk around naked in front of my man and feel fucking beautiful. But I am just, I'm not there yet. I'm truly not. And that is a goal of mine. I crave it so much. I just want to be confident and my own skin. That's what any of us want, right? So yeah, let me know what y'all thought about this episode. You know, pitch in, start a discussion, and uh, yeah, let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being, you know, non-judgmental and, you know, letting me open up and be vulnerable because it, like I said, it was, it was not hard it was not hard. It was hard to talk about. I'm trying to back up into this parking space right now, so I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But, um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't easy for me to talk about. So I, I really appreciate um, you all listening and just being kind and being great listeners. So I hope you all have a fantastic Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all, and I'll see you next time. Bye.